0: And welcome to Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. I'm Jono.
1: I'm Joe. I'm sad. Wow, I'm sad. For those going of you who don't through, know what sad
2: is, sad is Jace. Yeah. Sad is Jace. I'm going through a wave of emotions. There was angry uh, two weeks ago, uh, then there was like excited, uh, or because, you know, I thought I had two Xboxes. And now I'm sad because I have zero Xboxes.
0: I went through those emotions this week too. Nothing to do with Xboxes. I just you know, got a sore throat again, COVID tests. It's not fun. But let's talk about the Xboxes because that's much more interesting. Um, well, um, not for you, because that pre-order situation, explain it to us, Jace, because what you message to the group is just ridiculous. Like, my God.
2: Um. Yeah, so... I mean, look, pre-order day comes around for the Xbox. 8 a.m. is the go time. You've got EB, JB, good guys. Uh, I was going to say good fellas. Um,
0: uh, JB and,
1: and good guys are the same people, aren't they? Are they?
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. You know what, though? All the scalpers, they might as well be good fellas. So who knows? They're involved somewhere.
2: <laughs> um, look, no good uh, yeah. Fellas, I- yeah. I don't know, man. Um, I, 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 had, I had three tabs going. I had, uh, I had EB, I had JB, and I had Microsoft Store ready to go. And I went for EB because it was my first choice simply because of that, that amazing trading deal that we've talked about in the past. I had, um, I had JB as like my backup, and then I had Microsoft Store as the backup to the backup. Um, in saying that, I really should have went for the Microsoft Store. I went to the Microsoft Store for my Xbox, my uh, Xbox One, yeah and this was the original original one um and they were fantastic like i at one point when I had uh, an issue with my original Xbox one, I actually took it into the Microsoft store in the city, even though they didn't exist when I bought it and I remember that. they swapped me out on the spot they didn't even yeah. they didn't even question it um and I just should' have went with them and I had it in the card. I had it ready to go. i don't know why I didn't do it um so then I opted for j b and so j b started sending around a text message. Uh, that's basically saying to people, um, "I'm sorry you weren't able to get in on that first batch." Um, in fact, I can read it to you right now. Let me just uh, let me just check for you. Talk amongst yourselves while I uh, while I have a look for it. Well, while you are looking for it, um, on this week's
0: episode, we're going to be covering some fun topics like, "Oh my god, Xbox pre-orders, PS5 pre-orders, are they crap?" And let's not forget our very popular segment, the segment called "What have I been playing this week." because we don't really care about what Joe and Jason have been playing this week. No, I'm joking. We'll all talk about what we've been playing this week, and we might end up with um, what I've added to my collection because it's the John O' Show. It's why I'm the host. Sorry, Jace, back to you.
2: Hi, Jason. Just a heads up that due to your place in the queue and stock limitations, unfortunately, you won't. Pause. Get your <laughs> Xbox Series X pre-order on release day. But don't worry, your spot is confirmed to get your console just before Christmas. Mm. or SMS you soon with a link to pay your remaining blah, blah, blah. So basically what they want is this. They took my 50 bucks. That's fine. It's $150 less than what EB took. Uh, and now they want me to pay in full for a console that I may get this year. Um, EB copped a lot of flack for taking a $200 pre-order, um, but you don't have to pay for it until you get it on the day. So I don't really know what to do. Um, can, you, can you get your pre-order refunded? So I can, I mean, I can get my 50 bucks back, but like, this is what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking that I'm going to, I could cancel my pre-order and be left with, I guess, an Xbox Series S um, and, you know, and with, that I have with, that I've pre-ordered with EB Games. But then around Christmas time or whenever it is that Joe gets his, I'll be like, man, why didn't I keep it? And it's not like this thing's going to go down in price anytime soon. So I'm just going to end up picking up an order in January or February or March or whenever that's going to still be 750 bucks. I might as well just keep it. I just like for all the all the flack that EB got for the pre-order situation they were actually very very clear about what was going on yes their website crashed but i guess JB's didn't hold up all that well either but in the end they were like this is the batch you've missed out i'm really sorry it went in seconds but there's a second batch that you're going to get you know around the time around christmas time yeah. JB gave no allusion to that like they didn't they didn't they didn't tell you they just were like pre-order and good luck um and I I would have done what Joe did. I would have picked up his five PM, whatever it was, pre order on the same day and, and been better off for it. So I'm a little yeah. bit disappointed with JB. I feel like it's misleading. On top of that, they won't let you pay with gift cards. And a lot of people have gift cards with J B and, and that's that's kind of upsetting. I don't know why yeah. some of the gift cards aren't valid tender. Yeah, 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 that,
1: that one's I strange. That message you got there, Grace. That's bad news on bad news. Like having to be told not only are you not getting the console, but you can get it later and pay in full right now. Like, There's a lot of money to pay for something in advance that you are getting delayed as well. Like that, uh, that's 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 big of them to ask that. And I, I think that you know I, I certainly wouldn't do it. I would be like that's appalling. And you can dream on because with the EB deal, like I, I'm bringing my Xbox One in to trade. On the day that I'm picking up my one, my Series X, which is part of their kind of policy there. I think it's a good way to do it.
2: I'm I'm particularly curious what's going to happen with me because I did pre-order the Xbox Series S at E B with the intention of trading in my my Xbox One for four hundred and twenty dollars. But I've put down a two hundred dollar deposit. So if you do the math, it actually only costs me eighty bucks to get an Xbox Series S. But then they're gonna to have to refund me on top of that because I've paid too much for the pre order. I don't know how that's gonna work. I feel like they're gonna be, it's gonna be difficult on the day for them.
1: Yeah. They're gonna try to hit you up with that. some, um, they're gonna to try to hit you up with some unneeded warranty, So I'm sure. You don't need that warranty. We have statutory warranties awesome. in Australia, it's <laughs> all right. Or some games you didn't plan on
2: buying? Yeah. Um, for um, maximum value, what was it? What do they charge, like 120 bucks for 110 bucks for a new Xbox Series S, X, whatever game?
0: Yeah, so yeah, much bit rich. Agreed, agreed. Um, we'll keep following this story because it just goes from bad to worse. And I stick to my guns. With I'm glad I'm waiting for next year. Um. I mean, I'm sure I'll be jealous when you guys get your consoles, but I'm glad
2: I'm waiting till next year. Can I just yeah, chime in very, know. very quickly on that? You are absolutely right, and I wish I was you. I, I have a very limited window of gaming left, I've decided. Whether or not this is true, I'll find out next year. But with, yeah. like, a daughter on the way, I was waiting for Cyberpunk in 4K, 120 frames per second on my brand-new Xbox, and I was going to have a crazy month of gaming. And yeah. if, if somebody's robbed me of that. I don't know who it is, but I will find them and I'll do something bad to them.
0: Yeah, but Microsoft, I'll, if you're I'll, listening I'll... and you want to send Jason Xbox that he can then send to me once he's done with it because his month of gaming is where it apparently all ends, um, we'll be really happy, thanks. Yeah, Joe? See,
1: it, the, the funny thing about all of this too is, like with the PlayStation 5 coming out, I know there's got um Demon which is a remake of an old game, but that does look really interesting. Um, but I'm not, there's nothing, like there's no PlayStation third-person action adventure that's going to be quite exclusive anytime in the future. Like the next Horizon is coming to PS4 as well. I'll be happy to play that there too. Um, But I just recently got my Steam link to work on my TV, which I've never been able to work um, have worked because my computer wasn't very great and my internet connection was choppy. So I've been playing games like... Through that that system, I'm really happy and in absolutely no rush for this next generation. And again, with Microsoft, everything being PC or um, Series X, I, I'm playing Cyberpunk on my PC, which I've said, I, I I'm happy to wait till Christmas or further. Well, if yeah. you get
2: your Xbox first, I want it.
1: <laughs> I still want it though. Yeah, it's a new yeah, shiny yeah. thing. I oh, want t- it t- totally. And and that's
0: a really good segue for the the next two things I was going to talk about, which was. One again, Microsoft. Uh, there's three of us here, and if you want good reviews on the Xbox Series X, not that we're promising we give you that, you can always send us some, that'd be great. Um, the others shaking their heads, going, No, no, what don't
1: send them? Is that what you're saying? Um, <laughs> we can't be, we can't be, we can't be bought.
0: Oh, no, I'm not saying we could
2: be bought, I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: Us Try us I though. Think need, Try I think us. we
2: need a lawyer or something in this chat to come yeah. over.
1: Try along. to buy us. We'll see what our limit is. I, I have no experience with this, but I'm curious. So then let's lots yeah, absolutely. of it. No, we and we'll we find out more. what our threshold is.
0: I'm uncorruptible. And secondly, it was interesting that you both mentioned there's not much coming up to play. Let's talk about what's coming out this month to play. Because some of it's already been played by a couple of us here in this podcast. And some of it I know is being looked forward to by others. Nah, I'm joking. There's nothing to look forward to here. October's a bland month. So <laughs> let's talk about a few of the titles coming up. Sound good? Hmm. So So um, I did mention something big before. Um, Super Mario 35 came out October 1st. Um, now, I know, Jace, you haven't touched your Switch in forever. Have you? I have no. not. And, Joe, you've played this because... Let's be honest, out of the three of us, you're the biggest Mario fan here. Yep. I've played it also. I can't believe you got a first. Best I could get was yeah. like
1: an eighth. It, it's it's amazing. It is just the Mario that we've, you know, we've grown up with. I know you guys haven't grown up with it in the same way that I have. Um I'm glad that I'm actually good at it because I've played this game like thousands of times and it just translates perfectly over it is um so that if you, you start on world 1-1 and you come across that first group. you do and then a second Goomba appears which has never appeared there before and it's like straight away it's like this is cool this is different this is you know a game I'm very very familiar with I'm familiar with the layout I still know where the secret one-up mushroom is at the beginning of the of world 1-1 um you know get the is um, secret star. One? yeah just at the you know the the pipe that everybody goes down at the beginning where you get the coins? If you just go past go that, that pipe, pipe, well, don't go down that pipe. It's like the third or fourth pipe, and then you go past that on that little platform next to it is a little mountain. Jump maybe like like on one Mario to the right of the beginning of the mountain. Just jump straight up. You'll get a one-up mushroom, and it gives you some extra time in the game. So Mario 35, It just like… I'm not going to remember that. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you, well, anyway, it, it, look—it's it's really cool. I'm really loving it. I'm I'm finding it. Um, you know, it's got like little daily challenges as well, like Tetris 99 does. So I was playing it last night. One of them was to spin the roulette a certain number of times, um, which is where you get different power-ups. The more coins you get, that's why coins are important in this game. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I I think it's great that it's part of the Nintendo Online Service. I think they need things like this to keep it enticing. Besides Tetris 99, I, I don't think it's really, even though it's very cheap, I don't think it's money to play online. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think you'll enjoy it, Jace, for a bit of a go too. But definitely worth checking out if you have got the service. What about I me? Mean? Do you think I'll enjoy it? I think you, you said you played it and then it wasn't. You found that quite difficult. <laughs> um, actually,
0: yes and no. But I've always been pretty crap for Mario. Um, I've I've quite enjoyed it. The the times that are really throw me is when Bowser appears. Um, (laughs) a random moment on level 1-1 because somebody's already killed him somewhere else. It's like, what? Um, You need Fire Mario at that point. You need to shoot him a lot. But, um, yeah, no, I've got to say, at first I was underwhelmed, and now I'm back to, you know what? I'm enjoying this. Um, Shame it's a short run, but, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, it only goes till March 31st, and then it's done. Okay.
2: Any comments, Chase? Don't care? No, so, I mean, I don't I don't really even know what it is. Based on what I understand, it's Tetris 99, but with Mario and 35 people, and you're yep. playing Mario, like the original Mario, end-to-end, and whoever, it's like Battle Royale, whoever dies is out.
0: It's bit. not end-to-end, it's though. Because of... no, it jumps around, too. Sometimes you get... Yeah, it jumps around. You go from level 1-1 to level 2-4. Um, uh, it's, yeah, it's interesting how it plays out and how having different abilities at different points in the game where you normally wouldn't have them has really changed the way the game plays. Um, I, I actually find it a lot deeper than I first thought, but we'll, we'll see how it stands up.
1: Because, um, yeah, yeah, really Also, not only are you trying to survive, but you're trying to build up time by killing enemies, and the best way to do that yeah. is to jump on their heads in a row so you just hold the jump button down when you land on someone you jump really high but that's how you can chain enemies in a row and at the bottom of your screen as you're going along you can see the further you get along the more enemies are going to come at you so you might think that's a bad thing but if your no, time's running low and you can see yeah you're going to be to get like hit with 20 Goombas and other you know characters it's actually good like John says you can start jumping on them and things I, I love when you start seeing like fish appear in random yeah. non-fish levels so that's really cool I
0: actually prefer Fire Mario in those cases because I'm just running through with that fire button held down, yeah. shooting. It's fantastic. Um, yeah, no, it it has a lot more depth than I expected. Um, okay. The the next thing I was going to talk about was another release that only just came out actually the day straight after uh, Super Mario 35, and that was Star Wars Squadrons. Now I know Jason, uh, Jason, I know. Jace wasn't interested in the slightest, but Joe and I <laughs> were both uh, quite excited about this. Me being a big fan of Starfighter Combat and Joe being one of our biggest Star Wars fans ever. Um, so I'm going to ask the question of Jace before you and I jump into it, Joe, what do you think of this game? What do you think from what you've seen of it? Because I know you haven't played it.
2: What do I think it is or what do I think about it? What do you mean? What do you, what do you think about it? What's your I opinion on Star Wars? I think if JB Hi-Fi still has their $5 bargain bin, you'll see it there in a week. <laughs> it's been a week, or not yet. Um. um let's put it this way. This is what I think it is, based on the um couple of screenshots that Joe was talking to me about. We were playing um interim games of, of Rocket League, which by the way has gone in a bad direction. Um it has, but hasn't it? We were, we we're talking about um we we're talking about squadrons and he showed me a picture. Uh, he showed me what his son named his two fighter pilots as a rebel and as yes, a, a opposite of a rebel. Um alliance, <laughs> I don't know, horde, <laughs> whatever. Imperial. Um oh, yep. oh. and <laughs> Yep, and um, you play as them. And I've heard that the first cutscene is awesome. And then every now and then there's dips in quality when like guys went on lunch breaks while they were making it or something.
0: Yeah, it's, just, it's not too bad. Um, not does it remind hard. you of any other games? What was that, sir? Does it remind you of any other games? Uh, Wing Commander? I don't know. You know what? This is my take on it. It is. It is like a uh, slightly dumbed-down version of maybe X-Wing, but
1: the story isn't as cool. Okay. It's, well, it's, I mean, that it's like, can I add and to
0: right.
1: And I'll add to it. So everything is in first person. And I think the reason for that is the, the people who made this game were so excited that they were able to get the actual scans of the cockpits of the fictional vehicles that they use in the movies that they were like, well, this is so realistic. Everybody has to see this. You can't not you ha, you can't you play it in third person, which I think would make the game better. Um, everything's in first person. There's one ship in this game. I think it was the U-Wing, Jonna. You're better at the ship names than I am. It's the U-Wing, yep. U-Wing. It literally takes up half the screen with the cockpit. So the bottom of the screen, it's about a third of it. And then around the top part, I'm pointing up with my hands. People at home can't see this. But like there's like a visory part up. I don't know what you would call it. There's just something like, like part of the of the ship is in front like comes up up and down the sides of your screen as well you can barely see anything and it's it's ridiculous like i i enjoyed the, the the novelty of it but when i play forza i love going into first person cockpit view because it looks really cool but then when i start playing it i go to third person because it's more fun to play that way this game would would benefit from that. And when I was playing as one of the ships, I think it, again it was the U-wing, or maybe it was a Thai bomber. I was obviously wider than I realized as I'm trying to fly through things. I kept on getting hit. I, I, this game is very weird. I, I I did finish it in two days. My kids and my wife went away for the weekend when I was sick, and I just you know played that between cleaning up and doing other things. It wasn't a very long game. Um, but like you said, Jace, it is it it, it is both an incredibly beautiful game, but it is also a very airbones, cut corners sort of thing. I don't know, we've got anything to add with that, Jono? Um, I like it
0: more. No, I, I like it about as much as I expected to like it. Um, I don't have as much problem with the cockpits as, as you seem to have, Joe. Like, I actually like the first yep. person view. I think it makes me feel like I'm a little bit more in the action. And while I like the third person to see my ship, yeah. I've, I'm not missing that as much. Um, I reckon those cockpits that are a little more detailed or have more going on inside of them, like the U-Wing and the TIE Reaper, would probably benefit from the VR that's available yeah. on the PS4 and also the um, the PC versions. I'm playing it on Xbox. Um, yeah, no, it, it's not bad. I just... This, the way the story is connected, you can skip most of the story and not even know you've done it and probably not miss out on it, which is a little sad, and also so far a lot of the combat I've felt has pushed you too much in, in a certain direction like you have to do this particular objective right now, as opposed to giving you the freedom of trying to manage the battle yourself um, and that's where I think it's really lost points for me but otherwise, you know what, for a, a 50 buck title to get to fly around in the Star Wars universe has been a bit of fun There's a few interesting fan nods, but I'm a little disappointed by the story. Um, But I'm enjoying it. You know what? I don't think I've, I don't feel like I've lost out in any way.
1: Don't get me wrong. Like I I can see, I can appreciate them going for a certain vision. And I kind of think in a lot of ways, yeah, this game was really built for VR because you're right. Like if this was VR, that would be awesome being in the cockpit. And I don't have a PlayStation 4 with VR. So I'm not. that's not happening for me. Um, I agree. When when you're in those, um, the, the, but like there are lots of cutscenes in the game and the cutscenes are beautiful and really i love the story cut scene. but when you're going between missions you go to get a briefing and then you talk to different characters and it's kind of like you know uh bethesda kind of skyrim sort of thing where they're just standing still yeah. talking to you and then they kind of whisk and then start gliding and then they start walking it's no budgets you know they, they they cut corners in this kind of part of the game and some of the dialogue is terrible there was one Oh, what was it? No, uh, the guy said something along that. the lines of, um, oh, I made my own way, my own way. That was a line that he said. Like, I made my own way, my own way. And I'm like, genius, man, this is so good. Um, and I know there's been people kind of complaining about things being pushed on then whatever. I think that's all ridiculous. But there was one character that really bothered what me. What was in that? This game. No, sorry. Go back for a sec. Oh, are there's 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 are uh, they saying that people that that they're kind of um You know how in the last Star Wars movie, at the end of the movie, there was the two characters who kissed each other, the two female characters, and people are like, "Oh, they're just throwing that in for whatever." Like that's that's the Star Wars universe, and you know if it's like Mm -hmm. ours, awesome, exactly. I mean, in this, there is a character who's gay, and you know people are like, "Oh, why why does he have to be gay?" It's like, well, he can be gay if he's gay. That's that's who he is. That's who he chooses to be. But there is a character in this game who really bothered me because he keeps on talking about how old he is. And he's like, Oh, I've been doing this for too long. I oh, I'm near retirement. Oh, when you've been doing this for as long as I have, blah, blah, blah. He's about thirty years old. Like, shut up, mate. Like you, you come on, fast older older people. That was i was offended by that, looking at this young, you know, whippersnapper. Uh, isn't, I'm, I'm, isn't, obviously isn't like, I'm obviously kidding. I'm obviously kidding.
2: In installs? <laughs> Yeah, probably probably, uh, class,
1: probably yeah. that's a really good life for a TIE fighter pilot, like a good age. But uh, I just found it really funny because he kept on talking about how old he is. And I'm like, this guy looks incredible. Like I wish I looked uh, at yeah, my age. At that at his age, but I was that. But I look older now, and I'm like you know ten years older than this dude is, I'm sure. But anyway, that's some really i I'm sure. I wouldn't
2: be thinking that. Yeah, way. I know. I, I didn't. I didn't
1: expect that in Star Wars at all, no. Uh, but look, I, I think you know the story. I, I know what you're saying, John. I, I kind of like the story. I, I, I was saying. I was saying to Jace when I started playing it, I had to repeat the first um, mission because it it just bugged out in the cut scene, like it was. I yeah. could hear what they were saying, but I couldn't see anything. um And then when I, I I made a joke, I think it was actually to you too, John. I made a joke saying, "I'm sure it was just something along the lines of, you know, um rebels good, imperials bad." And that was literally basically what they were saying. Like there it's wasn't a lot of depth, yeah. yeah, with anybody. um no, But I, I think you know, it's. I'm glad it was a budget title, and yeah, it wasn't a long one to get through. And I will play more with the multiplayer. I'm, I'm, to play some more with you, China Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, actually, I enjoyed the multi- multiplayer with you as well. And this is the thing: I think it's nice that EA's realize that you don't have to put out a game that's aimed to be a service. That it can just be a game that you're going and play for, yeah, you know, a month or two, and then that's it. And it doesn't need to be expensive, and it doesn't need to have lots of money chucked at it. And we can get some fun out of it. So, um, good on them. I think they should continue with it. Uh, okay, let's let's go for something that all of us can talk about. Uh, coming up later in the month, I know Jace is really excited about this. Nickelodeon Kart Races 2 Grand Prix is going to be... No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> um, actually, I've actually struggled to find things in here that Jace is going to like coming up this month. But something we, came out today, Jono. Uh, something came out today. He says, today is the sixth. Oh, is Baldur's Gate
2: 3... I didn't think you played Baldur's Gate anymore. Uh well I mean who could, you know? It's been twenty years since a, a Boulder's Gate came out. Um this is true. it's made by Larian, which are the same people that made Divinity original Sin 1 and 2, um, which are, was Are you playing it on a stadium? Uh, I'm definitely I'm not playing on a stadium. <laughs> on um this, this is an interesting one because it is early access. Um, but oh, okay. it is also uh $90. Oh. Um, and it's pretty rare for a game to be both in early access and cost that amount. Usually early access, buying in at a reduced rate and so on. Um, But I guess Larian have done enough to the game to make it worth releasing. Apparently the multiplayer co-op side of things, which Larian are known for for these sorts of games, um, isn't completely there yet, but it's getting extremely good reviews on Steam. Um, And while it does feel very much like a Larian game, um, very similar to Divinity, it has that Baldur's Gate and and Dungeons & Dragons flair uh, so I'm looking forward to getting around to it. I'm not deterred by the fact that it's $90. I'd probably pay $90 for it if I didn't have other games to play. Um, and I do. I, I loved Baldur's Gate 2 and, and Shadows of Arm and all that to death. Um, cool. But I'll, I'll just, yeah, I'll wait this one out.
1: Okay. That's good to know. There was a Baldur's Gate on Xbox, the original Xbox, wasn't there? Was it Dark Alliance or something? Yeah, I, it was. I played yeah. that. That was awesome. That was such mm-hmm. a good game. Lots of rats in sewers. I remember that. That's
0: it's your favorite, favorite place, track, isn't it?
1: Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joe, are you excited about FIFA twenty one? Uh you know what, I'm excited about EA Access. Is that what it's called? The EA Play EA or whatever play. it is. Their thing coming to Xbox Game Pass next month. Um I'll yeah, play November FIFA twenty 10, when that it? comes out. No, I'm not yeah. I won't be playing FIFA twenty one. I'll I'll have FIFA twenty and be happy with that. That'll keep me going.
2: Can I say something cool in relation to that? I got a message from Xbox today, which was a better message than JB Hi-Fi sent me. And it (laughs) said um, that uh, you will get it as uh, as part of the um, Xbox Ultimate Game Pass service. However, if you don't want to use Xbox Ultimate Game Pass, you can subscribe to EA, whatever it's called, Play. Play, yeah. And I thought that was cool. They were basically giving you an opportunity to not have both, but you can still use EA's service. And they didn't have to include that in the message. It just seemed hmm. very transparent, um, which is not all that common these days.
0: I couldn't agree more. I got the same message and it was really nice. Um, although, uh, enough, I, I was say... thinking. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Joe. I was, just, I was thinking that if I was going to drop anything, it would be the EA play if it saved me money. So, you know. <laughs> but nice of them to say that. Joe, what were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say, I know Steve. I was speaking to my mate Steve, who's a FIFA champion of Australia five times. He's super pumped for the new FIFA. He um, was talking, talk, telling me all about it with the, getting the early access and whatnot. And in the FIFA community, this um, Game Pass thing is, is a big deal. He's, he reckons it's going to get a lot of people yeah. coming over to Game Pass who wouldn't otherwise, and you might start seeing more people playing it, like you know, in the big leagues, because he's been on PlayStation. Last last FIFA was he went, went back to PlayStation, um, but historically he's been more on Xbox, and it'll be interesting to see if it shifts, you know, back to Xbox with, with more of a kind of player base there.
2: I I think that what is this the twenty FIFA twenty one right? So yep. I mean, twenty first FIFA. There have been many many more, I assume. Yeah. I don't even know when it started. Okay. With, was it a couple extra yeah. or something? Um, a few World Cups. Stuff. I, I, I think. Like it's FIFA's known for not really all these sports games are known for not really updating oh. themselves all that much, right? Like they just get a new roster and the mechanics are the same and the engine is the same. Like, what what's so different about twenty one versus twenty? Or nineteen or eighteen <laughs> even. Does it just look better? Yeah. Or is
1: it we, we we need to get Steve on this podcast and he'll tell us all about it. That's something we can do soon, I reckon. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really They
2: should pop the uh, the players out with cars, I reckon. That'd be fun.
1: That, who knew that would work it, it'd be but better than
0: rocket league is currently thanks to the free to play <laughs> yeah. model that's gone screwed a lot of things up so if you want to know more about that um yeah you're not going to hear it so um moving on fifa 21 is out october 9th but uh, a little bit later in the month i'm going to skip ahead for a second and then i'll jump back for another title i want to talk about nhl 21 comes out now if i had to pick a sports game i'm going to play on console it's NHL, that's the one that I started with back on the Mega Drive, and what I like about the pre-order for NHL 21, which unfortunately isn't enough to make me pre-order it, is that they're including um, NHL 94 Remix so essentially it's uh, a modern re-release of uh, NHL 94, which is one of the ones I definitely played back on the Mega Drive days. Which
2: instantly will look exactly the same as NHL 21, I assume
0: (laughs) Well no it's it's designed to look like the old uh, Mega Drive one.
1: So but with so, that one yeah. can you take your gloves off and get into a fight with people because that was the only thing I used to do in that.
0: Well it's funny 94 was um, so I I remember playing 92 93 94. Used to rent them from the Civic Video down the road from my place and 94 I remember was the one where my brother and I found it really hard to get into a fight. But apparently <laughs> if, you, if you read um, you know the, the stats on the game A lot of the people that love NHL love 94 because it introduced a whole heap of moves that, you know, people that watch NHL would know how to pull off and think that they're vital to the gameplay. For the rest of us, yeah, it was like, oh, why can't I get into a fight easily? Yep. 93 (laughs) and 92, that was where it was at. But I think they were done in the previous years, actually, as uh, part of the bundles
2: for NHL 20 and 19. I'll tell you what, I didn't. Um, enjoy really any sport games when I was younger. But there was one game that came out on the Mega Drive. There were two two of the same type, but it was Mutant League Hockey, Mutant League Football. And Mutant League's hockey's whole shtick was to basically kill the other players. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing.
0: <laughs> well, they were EA as well. So this is the thing. I think I mentioned this in a podcast ages ago, but I really think EA should bring back an EA Sports fantasy um, Range which has like yep. Harry Potter Quidditch and Mutant League football, Mutant <laughs> League baseball, and, and you know, anything else that doesn't quite fit the standard EA sports games. But you know, one can dream. Um, okay, let's talk about two maybe two or three more titles that are coming out this month before we move on. Um, I'm going to talk about G.I. Joe Operation Blackout, which is due out on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and Switch and PC on October 13th. Um, I actually pre ordered it. So it was digital. And you're the only one that did. Pretty much. I'm pretty certain that this is going to be a budget game and I've paid a little more for it. But I'm really enjoying G.I. Joe at the moment. And all the artwork is actually based off uh, the new classified series, which has just started hitting stores, including EB Games, of all things. I pre-ordered it months ago and my retailer hasn't got his yet. Um, So, yes. So, G.I. Joe Operation Blackout comes out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on October 13th. I'm super excited, despite the fact it will probably be absolute garbage, because every G.I. Joe game in the past has been. Except for that really cool arcade game that you ran towards the screen and shot everything in front of you. That was fun. Anyway, um, I'm excited about this one. Well, it's G.I. Joe, but also... um, All the characters have been modelled after the new G.I. Joe Classified inch series, which has just started hitting stores in Australia, including EB Games. I'm just waiting on my pre-order. Do you think
2: that if this game is popular, for whatever reason, it's like one of those little indie gems or, you know, you should have played this, but you didn't games, do you think that it will sell more toys?
0: Actually, the G.I. Joe Classified range seems to be doing pretty well. I walked into the EB in the the city under Meyer, so in Sydney City, and there was a guy asking for them off the counter and they had them on the top shelf. And he was picking out the characters that I would have bought if I hadn't already pre-ordered them from a a little independent called the Little Toy Shop. Some some guy based in Victoria, but he's cheaper. Um, I'm just waiting for him to get his stock. But so the funny thing is, I think these toys are selling to people my age group uh, because... They mesh in with your Marvel Legends of the 6-inch size. They mesh in with the, the um, Star Wars Black Series. Hasbro has been, done some really smart moves with having all their figures being 6-inch right now. Um, I don't think this will sell more copies of the game. Um, I'm really interested to see if the game turns out to be just fun. And if it is, fantastic. But, yeah, we're we're in a very different time now. I mean, you look at toy sales, and most of them are going to adults and not kids. Um, most kids are, you know, playing games like Fortnite and stuff like that. and you know playing with toys is a bit old-fashioned as far as they're concerned so yeah we'll wait and see um skipping ahead though and speaking of toys mario kart live home circuit comes out a couple of days after that on the 16th of october i know i'm probably not going to buy it because really i have nowhere to race it in my house and i collect enough stuff
1: as it is but joe you've got room in your house yeah, look, I'd love to get it, but it's too too pricey for me at the moment. If it ever goes on sale, not sure it will be a Nintendo um product, but if it does, I'll pick it up, you know, maybe on an so, odds bargain deal one
0: day. So I can safely say, knowing Nintendo products and having sold them f- over the last, you know, how many odd years, yeah, they ain't going to sell. In fact, well,
1: they'll just go up in price. Look, I was lucky enough just recently, I got, I got a gifted Labo from um friend of the show, Ben, um, and my, my son and, and girls that and we've been building some of the things we built the house and we built the, um, little, um, motorbike thing with it. He picked yep. it up on an Oz bargain sale. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed by Labo that's a conversation for another day. Um, but yeah, hopefully this is going to be the same thing where Nintendo kind of, you know, have had really big reach, but it, it's, it's too, too much too soon. Sort of thing. I don't know if it's going to be this massive seller. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be one of those niche things that'd be fun to have if you've got a video game
0: collection and something yep. you'll bring out in yeah twenty years time. Because at least it won't rely on servers like pretty much every game we're playing on the Xbox yeah. One these days. Um, there's some other cool stuff coming up. I don't want to go through every game that's coming out in October. I know Jace is excited for Watchdog Legion.
2: I am, and I didn't think that I was going to be. Um, I enjoyed Watchdogs Two more than more than I expected um but the more and more that i see stuff for watch dogs legion and the way that they've sort of um uh, allowing you to play as any character that you want like uh, as soon as they said you can play as any character that you that you recruit i immediately started thinking mechanically how that was possible you you're i'm assuming that there's just a bunch of generic voice actors but apparently there's a lot of really cool tech that's going on with watch dogs legion in relation to like ai voice and things like that yeah, so cool. You know one of one of the big things about um, immersion in video games, especially video games that are as densely populated as grand Theft auto uh, or even games like the Hitman series um, you know is is whether or not you 're going to see the same character repeated over and over and over again yeah. um, and and hitman uh, I think it was blood money they had this fantastic level in New Orleans um during Mardi Gras where you had a crazy amount of people all on the screen at once. And there's a lot going on for, you know, for what was I think an Xbox three sixty game there where, you know, you can effectively take out every single person on this level and their bodies don't disappear and they're all hard coded into the level. And you know, you see the same girl in a pink dress with blonde hair five times, six times, they're all her sisters, whatever, they're all linked arm in arm. But you know, games <laughs> have moved on beyond that now to the point where even crowds and sport games and so on um, do look quite unique and look quite different, and so I imagine that you know in Watchdogs Legion we're definitely going to see uh, duplicates of other people as as you did in previous Watchdogs game, but it's going to be sort of few and far between now. And and now we're moving into a territory where voices are also going to be you know everything's sort of fully voice acted, but there's you know an AI voice component because I just imagine that having to record those same lines of dialogue over and over and over again with different voice actors to add variety would be incredibly tedious. Um, this is going to be a big techno- technological leap. Um, and and I'm just curious from that perspective uh, what it's going to be like. But it also just looks like fun. Um, yeah. It's it's really the first game that I can think of that is going to kick off this next-gen um, experience. Mm. You know, it is coming out this month before next-gen consoles come out. But it's, you know, following the wave is going to be every single other Ubisoft title that are all exactly the same as one another, just different time periods. <laughs> um, and and, 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 and eventually... That eventually things like Cyberpunk. Um, I'm, I'm very curious to see which game is going to feel the most next-gen with the next-gen approaching, especially in November. I'm actually starting to feel like, despite what everybody may think, it, it won't actually be Cyberpunk. Um, be so, you know, the more and more I watch videos on Cyberpunk, just as an aside, the more I see the video game. I yeah. see the way that people interact and the way that they move. It's all very well scripted. It's all very clever, but it is still very much a video game. And for a long time there, in a lot of those videos, it didn't seem very video gamey. Whereas Watchdogs is very much. It knows what it is. It is a video game. Um, yeah. You're playing in a video game world. It's a sandbox. The world is your oyster. That sort of stuff. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm really curious about this it one. Well.
0: It's, it's funny how you said. Um because I agree with everything you just said then, but what really hit home for me for a second there was you're talking about AI voice. I can still remember floppy disks being released for a game with uh, the voice component as something you install as an extra if your computer had the space to do it. So the fact that we've gone from that to voice some of the characters in the game, usually the main character, through to now AI is creating voices in the game to make them sound different from the other characters is just massive it is yeah and me showing my age so a lot of cool titles coming out this month there's a whole heap of skipped over things like stuff i'd possibly enjoy but i'm not sure about transformers battleground and uh ghost runner which i know jace has uh got some interest in and even some throwbacks like pikmin 3 deluxe being released on the switch so um you know what it's it's not a massive month for October, in terms of gaming, um, but there's some interesting things. I mean, like, even on PC, uh, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition is coming,
1: and um, the Ghost of Tsushima multiplayer um thing is coming out in a few days' time as well. Which I'm it's a free add on to the game, I'm really looking forward to that as well.
0: Yeah, so I mean, like, October's not a massive month, but I think it's got some some little gems. We'll see how the rest of it plays out, and I'm sure we'll talk about it throughout the as the month goes on, of course. You've been listening to us for quite a while now. This has been Versus Player, the podcast about games, life, and everything in between. You can find us on versusplayer.com, on Instagram, and also on Facebook. But let's be honest, that's just our Instagram. Um, If you've got some interesting things you'd like us to talk about, or you're really enjoying one of our segments, please write in. It'd be really cool to know what you guys are thinking. Um, But otherwise, join us next week where we delve deeper into the month of October, and it's fun. And possibly even talk about some old games. See you guys.
2: This is... Player.